0: Welcome to People and Profit. I'm Kate Moody. Coming up, what is quiet quitting and what should managers do about it? We look at the latest labour trend sweeping the American workplace. A retirement age linked to your life expectancy. Our correspondents take a look at Denmark's pension policies, which have many seniors still hard at work. And will the UK's nuclear power strategy pay off? It's investing billions in new generators as the country's energy crisis drags on. First, it was the Great Resignation. Now, quiet quitting is the latest trend dogging the American labor market. The concept doesn't involve actually leaving one's job. Rather, doing the minimum and no longer going above and beyond. Worker productivity in the U.S. has dropped in recent months, while a poll by Gallup suggests that lower levels of engagement mean up to half the workforce could be considered to be quiet quitters. The buzz phrase began circulating in July, when a New York-based engineer published a video on TikTok that went viral.
1: I recently learned about this term called quiet quitting, where you're not outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond. You're still performing your duties, but you're no longer subscribing to the hustle culture mentality that work has to be your life.
0: Let's speak now to Alison Stewart-Allen, author and CEO of International Marketing Partners. Thank you for joining us today. Tell me, how do you define quiet quitting?
1: So I define this term uh, as resigning, Uh, resigning from the 40, 50, 60 hour a week uh, routine uh, at work, Uh, and reassessing uh, what life is all about. And I think COVID, uh, not least, has played a huge part in making people all over the world, but especially in Europe, in the United States, reassess what their lives are all about.
0: Some people have suggested that this is really just a social media trend, another term that's being used to describe something that's happened for decades really. Is it something where you're seeing a real concrete effect on the labor market at the, at the moment?
1: So this is not a passing fad uh, or just uh, another employment cycle. Uh, this is a, a profound reassessment uh, that people are, are taking time to, to do to think about balance, to think about have I really got uh, a lot out of this exchange and this relationship with my employer uh, or over the course of my career? Is it as fulfilling as I expected? And if it isn't, which in many cases for people it is not, then they're quite prepared for the trade off of maybe a lower salary, a shorter working week, uh, a, a, you know, a lot of other options instead of uh, a more than immersive full-time job uh, that means that they're not seeing friends and family, that they're not pursuing uh, their piano playing or violin or art uh, in the way that they really would like to do uh, while they're in good health. So I I think this is quite a moment uh, for employers, especially, who are wondering, how do we keep our many talented people uh, in the light of their reassessment of their options and how they spend their time? What
0: have you noticed about that reaction from employers? Is there a shift in management strategies or an effort to try and get workers more engaged again?
1: So what we're seeing from employers is trying to keep and retain uh, these very talented people that work in their businesses, uh, and uh, that's no easy uh, task. So you need to transmit the corporate culture, often through a Zoom or a Teams or a Skype screen, uh, and make them feel that they belong to a bigger purpose, and uh, that's quite difficult, especially as increasingly most people now work maybe three, four days a week, not in an office, but from home. So how do you keep that sense of community? How do you glue people together so that they feel that they're contributing something meaningful uh, to the company, but meaningful also for them? So this now requires a very different form of leadership, much more empathy, much more understanding, uh, treating people. Much more holistically than just uh, a warm body who does a job uh, and achieves certain tasks. This has to be much more of a psychological exchange and relationship than a contractual one.
0: Is there a generational divide when it comes to quiet quitting?
1: Quiet quitting is uh, typically a midlife phenomenon. When you're in the, that phase of your life, uh, let's say between 35 and, and 50, uh, you've got family uh, commitments, if it isn't children, sometimes you have commitments to your own parents. Uh, and I think this is a moment because of COVID that people have had the time to really think about what matters to me and is, is, am I getting joy out of this experience?
0: Americans have long had a reputation of being workaholics. Is this in some sense a reaction, a, a sort of backlash to that intense work culture?
1: It's a combination, quiet quitting, of a lot of things. Part of it is uh, the demands of uh, companies that they've made on employees, and employees have now also been uh, given roughly two years during a pandemic to reassess and reconsider what really matters. What do you want out of life? Is it all about the money? And what we're learning from, from the interviews that I've read uh, and the research I've read is that it is not all about the money. The money is a hygiene factor. In other words, you have to pay a certain amount uh, to be able to attract and and keep people uh, in the business. That'll That's table stakes, if you like. But you have to go above and beyond that as a company and as a leader of other people, uh, beyond just what you pay them. You need to give them learning opportunities, they need to uh, be able to ne- build networks within the organization. They need to uh, develop their skill set. Uh, and they, importantly, need to apply the talents that you hired them for. And in many organizations, the talent that have been hired are underutilized. They're not being stretched to their full potential intellectually. Uh, and uh, very often, uh, that's why we find people leaving.
0: Allison Stewart Allen, thank you so much for joining us on People in Profit today. Thank you. Next, live longer, work longer. That's the practice in Denmark, which pegs retirement age to life expectancy in order to keep government pension funds properly funded. The current retirement age is set at 68, but it goes up for younger generations. So a Dane born in 1979 won't retire until age 72. Some are even choosing to work beyond the legal limit to help address the country's labour shortage. Our correspondents Anne Maillet and Nick Spicer report.
2: He's been a doctor, researcher and hospital director, but at 78 he finds his new career in a Copenhagen supermarket just as satisfying. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. hi. Fleming Rosleff just isn't ready to give up work. I know every one of my customers, many by name. I know their children, I've seen them growing up, and every day I go to work, I'm happy about who's coming today. In this ageing country, where the number of active workers drops yearly, more and more seniors like Fleming Rosliff will keep working. Because in Denmark, the retirement age is indexed on life expectancy. It's 68 now, but to get a pension you'll soon have to be 72 or 74 for Danes born after the year 2000. So in Copenhagen, as in some 20 other municipalities, specialized employment agencies accompany seniors in their job search.
3: Uh, here from Copenhagen, we in the moment have about, uh, I think we have 100.
2: And, says the director, working as long as possible doesn't scare people.
3: The most people in, in our society, in Denmark, are the person they are because of their job. That's very important. What, what do you do for a living? That's the first question you get in Denmark.
2: To help keep seniors employed, it's illegal for companies to ask job applicants their age. And starting from next year, the government won't tax retirees' salaries. We just want to incentivize even 5 hours of work, 10 hours of work, 15 hours of work. Uh, and, uh, and we also believe that if you have the health and the strength to do it, it will also increase uh, the, the ordinary value of life for, for seniors uh, as well as production in society. So a life made of more and more work. In Denmark, more than 70% of people over 55 are working. In France, that rate is 56%.
0: Nuclear energy remains controversial, largely because of safety concerns. Many experts, though, still view it as a key step towards a greener future. The British government is among those investing heavily in new nuclear plants as it tries to shift away from fossil fuels. Key to that strategy is the Hinkley Point C power station, construction teams are racing to complete
3: by 2027. Emerald Maxwell has more. It's Europe's largest construction site. Some 8,000 workers are laboring around the clock at Hinkley Point C in southwest England to build two nuclear reactors.
1: Eventually we'll produce 7% of the country's electricity, which will be one of the largest power stations in the UK. Four billion pounds gone into the regional economy.
3: For its supporters, Hinkley Point couldn't come soon enough to help the UK wean itself off fossil fuels.
0: Everyone wants nuclear. They want it because nuclear provides security at a time when gas supplies are at risk and also because a lot of countries have got this zero by 2050 commitment.
3: But with a price tag estimated at 30 billion euros and a completion date set for 2027, its critics argue that projects like Hinckley won't come online fast enough to make a difference to the current energy crisis, and that carbon neutrality can be reached faster and far more cheaply by growing renewables. Renewable power is more variable, but a lot of solar and wind farms now use batteries to get closer to a 24-hour electricity supply. Nuclear also suffers from a public perception problem, calling to mind the disasters in Chernobyl and Fukushima despite having one of the best safety records of all energy sources with similar death rates per unit of electricity production to wind and solar.
1: We feel the responsibility but we will never compromise safety or quality here, You know, we need to make sure we build a plant that will last at least 60 years if not 80.
3: Nuclear power's place in the green transition is still uncertain and plant construction is currently not on track with climate ambitions. The share of nuclear energy for electricity generation worldwide has dropped to 9.8%, the lowest share in four decades.
0: That's all for now. Don't forget you can find this and our previous shows on our website or as a podcast wherever you usually listen. You can also get in touch with your comments and questions on social media. Until next time, thanks for watching.
2: For over 20 years, El Salvador has lived in fear of extremely violent gangs known as the Maras, armed groups who target all sections of society. Determined to stamp out the violence, El Salvador's young president, Naib Bukele has decided to strike hard by declaring a state of emergency, authorizing mass and even arbitrary arrests. Desde el 6 de junio, a esta fecha, no sabemos el motivo causa o
0: razón por la detención de. Él. Suponemos que pudo haber sido por los tatuajes. Hubo un día, creo que fue el miércoles pasado, se capturaron 1090 pandilleros
2: en un día. While a portion of citizens praise the president's actions, many see them as an abusive power in an increasingly authoritarian regime. Don't miss reporters on France 24 and france24.com.